Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. <clears throat> you got to excuse me this morning. Um, I've been, well, I guess the best way to put it is um, I, I, you know God is doing something new. Is there anybody on here that um, already had that, already experienced, already saw that uh, cancellation I was telling you about, that, that the power encounter where you were going to see um, the power of God challenged by the power from the dark side. If, you, if it is, I need you to go to the blog talk and I need you, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the last part of this message, um, and I'm trying to print it out so I can try to see it myself. And if I can't do that, I don't. I don't even have all the scriptures to it. Um, this is this is another one of those binders mess messages, and uh. And I believe that the Lord is is um, wanted to do some healing, but in a different way. Yesterday, um, I'm still working with all these books. I must have thank God for Brother Joe. I really do because I have thousands of books, not just hundreds, thousands, and. Brother Joe, make sure that I don't lose one thing I've ever written. Um, and he's bringing up boxes by the hand trucks and sitting and setting them here, and, I, and I'm having to go through them. But the good thing is, in all these teachings, when I used to... Um, be on the mission field going from city to city and church to church, town to town, country to country. Um, I'm, 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 I guess you know what in the Bible they say, Isaac redug old wells. Well, I'm looking at a lot of this stuff, and he has. <clears throat> the Lord rebuke you this morning, Satan. I've been up a long time. He has boxes, like found a leather, he found a, a red leather, eight and a half by 11, um, binder kind of thing. And in, and, and in it contained about 50 or 60 prayers that I had written and I had categorized them all um, as I was traveling. I had categorized all these prayers, and um, he had he had put all those binders, and 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 I really valued those prayers because they were in leather. The binders are leather, and um, 
I pulled one of them out, and I, I began to look at all those prayers, all neatly archived, all neatly categorized. And Brother Joe had done all that. And so it's two of those, two of those he pulled out, and then he, and then he had messages. I mean, some of these messages are two and three hundred pages. And I looked at some of them, and some of them he had just stacked them up because I, I didn't, um, they weren't, they weren't, in, I guess we didn't get to put them in binders over the years as we were traveling, and I never looked in the boxes. I mean, I, I used, um, these were before I start saving things on USBs. And I'm looking at all this stuff, and I, I can't help but stop and read some of it. But I'm thankful to God this morning because some of those old teachings ministered to me, and, and some of them are right what's needed today. It's amazing. It's amazing. God is amazing. He's very, very, truly, truly amazing. So I'm going to get around to, uh, I'm putting all these books up, and um, going through some of this stuff. I have been asked a couple times, why didn't I publish some of this stuff? It wasn't even on my mind to publish it. It was just on my mind to save a copy or save some. But Brother Joe, it looks like, saved a whole bunch of them. So again, there's nobody <clears throat> on here this morning that experienced or, or saw um, the powers of darkness challenged and overcome by the power of God yesterday. Okay. That is uh, that's interesting to say the least. That's interesting. All right, I'll I'll, I'll wait and see. We got the, we got a while to, to watch this happen. Um, Renee, I received that. Email you sent me, phenomenal. And as I was reading it and and looking at it, I could see why <clears throat> I could see why that the, the people over in Alabama tried to jump the gun and steal it, but God got watchmen on the wall, so it wasn't able to happen. I read um. I read another email, Kristen. I'm glad, so happy that you're in your uh, new house. You and your family, and I know your kids are happy. I know they are. I haven't talked to you, but I know they are. Some others of you, God is. Uh, 
giving you some divine direction. And you be still. And you get your leading from the Holy Spirit, whatever it is. Another person emailed me and they said, uh, Dr. Erica, um, I was listening to some teachings from my old pastor where I got my first deliverance and I'm leaving uh, Jesus Believers Church uh, and going back to my pastor and would you please uh, put it in writing? I said, okay, whatever I did. Brothers and sisters, but I felt like when the person sent me that, they were a little bit um, upset. But I'm, I'm, I'm praying they did it because they're happy and the Lord led them to do that. And not because they didn't get any special attention over here. Over here in my ministry for my 30-something years, the focus has always been on Jesus. I want you to get your special attention from Jesus. Because if you get it from Jesus, it, it, it cannot be denied. And uh, Christian, as I was going through my books, I found some books from the 50s and 60s that I had bought in the 80s. From um, the Heflin, all of them, the daddy, the uncle, the sister, and the brother. And uh, when I looked at those books, I thought about you. I wondered if you had ever read uh, any of their stuff. I mean, from the daddy and the uncles. And I found some of their old books, praise God, when they were missionaries. And I thought that was like wonderful and phenomenal. And you know, I found one book, Ted Line, that I own that uh, they're trying to sell for $2,000. And I thought, man, I better go through some of these old books. Because I got some from, I started out studying all the great men and women of God. I, I, I mean, because I'm a student, perpetual student, and I, I like to collect stuff, too. I guess I'm a hoarder to some degree. But I found out, and I looked at this book, because this book was written in the 40s. And um, I, I just said, let me see if you could even get this book anymore. And it said $2,908. And I looked at the book in my hand. I said, well, I'm going to put this up. <laughs> I'm going to put this up. I find uh, missionaries and people with their hearts in missions, like mine was, are very... Um, because, see, you cannot be a missionary and not be close to God because your life depends on your relationship with God, especially if you're in a foreign country where you don't speak the language and so much witchcraft and all that stuff. 
taking place. You have to know God for yourself. And I think that that the most extraordinary part of my life is comes from the mission field. Both foreign mission field, and then I told you God said I'm gonna give you a new mission field, United States of America. Go back home. I sent a backslidden alcoholic preacher to get me out the mountains of uh, Lemoyne, Honduras. This morning, I want, since none of you have experienced that, I gave you a warning though to watch out for it. Have any of you other than Renee had a power encounter with God? Renee, I know you don't even know you had this, but, but you did. And you overcame by, by jumping right on it. And being a former um, marketing executive myself, I love that. I just absolutely love that campaign. I love it. And I'm praying over it. I'm praying over it. And I can see why the devil likes to hit people in their in their mind and stop cut off their creative ability. Get you so tied up with the devil that God can't flow through you and move and take you where he's got to take you. And you know what else, Christian, I forgot to tell you. As I was unpacking my stuff from uh, my other office, I found the pictures you sent me of you and the kids. And uh, you know who else was, you know who was in the pictures that you sent me. So I kind of laid hands on those pictures also. Pictures are good, brothers and sisters. And you know what else I found, uh, Miss Mary? I found, and Jessica, I found the baby picture of Elias in that little white and blue cap when he was first born. I don't know if you all have that picture, but I could certainly send you a good copy of it. When he was first born and just laying up there, a little miracle. And you see, sometimes God have you look at pictures and he, he have you look at the miracles behind the picture. I found some pictures of myself in the mountains. I found some pictures of myself with the Mosquito Indians and the, and the houses they used to live in with thatched roofs. God is great. He reminded me of how many times he saved my life. What about you? Has God saved your life? Has God ever done anything extraordinary for you? Somebody called me on the blog talk. Let's talk this morning. And the reason I need to talk to you this morning is because I got the message, but I, I don't have all the scriptures. And God wants me to uh, minister in healing memories. 
Some of you can't go forward because you stuck. It's some bad memories. So I didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. That's why I was a little late. I got all the way down to, um, I put the scriptures in here, but um, I got down to where God was telling me about the brain. He was talking to me about the brain this morning and how the brain directs every part of the body and how if the brain isn't functioning properly, the Holy Spirit say everybody will know it if the brain isn't functioning properly. And then he was going into about the memory, you know, part of the part of the um, how the memory is part of this complex mass in your head called the brain. And how it contains millions of details of what has transpired through the life of a person and how it accumulates more and more on a daily basis. But I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't get all the way into it because, I mean, I ministered on it before, but dancing it kind of this morning. So I might have to do this this evening because I don't have time to, um, I don't have time to go through the scriptures. That's where I'm coming from this morning. And that's where, that's where God is. And what God was letting me know is like so many people <clears throat> have been humiliated, lied against, deceived, betrayed, and even suffered bodily harm. But he was telling me like you can get over it um, when the mindset is cultivated that through Christ you can conquer. That not only can you conquer, but you can conquer overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, and then that brings you into an overcomer. So I didn't finish it this morning. I did not finish it. So I have to work on it when I get off the 10 line and finish it. Another um, prophet I know was talking about persevering. That we gotta persevere. Brothers and sisters, some of you gonna make it real big. Not everybody's gonna make it real big because not everybody wants to put the time in. The time in. You know, some people think it's like instant. Ain't nothing gonna happen instantly and you can't steal nothing of God. Nothing of God can be stolen because God keeps giving you more and more and more. So if they steal something, it's already old by the time they stole it. But see, in this world we live in, where people aren't using their brain, God was showing me. They have to steal. They have to take. They have to rob. They have to pilfer. Because they have not learned and developed a capacity within themselves, which comes from God. 
of how to create. They don't know how to create nothing. They only know how to be led around. And that's what Satan does. He leads people around. He does not want you to utilize the abilities that God has given you, the ability to create and be creative. In whatever you do, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You you have that innate ability from God. You have it. Okay, you have it. I'm gonna finish up later today. I might I think I'll save it for in the morning. I don't I don't seem to do well. That's because I'm a morning person. I don't seem to do well trying to come back at night or in the evening and do things. And another thing, if a person has not listened to the chair line and it is not an emergency, don't call me because I'm not going to minister to you. If you if you not listen to the chair line, this is for the second, third, fourth shift. And people who hear it for the first time and then they've been in bondage for 55 years. Then they find out about this ministry and they want me to just push, knock everybody else out the way for them. Well, if you haven't listened to the tailline, you haven't received any deliverance and you won't be ready to receive. Sometimes, you know, Um, I speak to you all kind of ways. Oh, yeah, by the way, I will be done with how to receive from God. And, boy, the outline that the Lord gave me is so nice. <laughs> See, if you've not, never been on the tagline, you don't understand that you have to wait on God. And I'm not going to jump out here and try to do anything without being led by the Lord because that's what Satan be trying to get you to do. Try to get you to jump out there and act in your flesh. And then when you acting in your flesh, you don't have that covering. I'm going to teach you on covering too. Because, um, brothers and sisters, God told me to. And some people are not successful because they don't understand the importance of covering. Covering and having a cover is so important. You see, I used to be like that. I used to say, well, Jesus is my covering. He is. But he say, in heaven, as it is on earth. You need an earthly covering. Why? Because sometimes you need the shout of a king. It's all coming together. And if you've been on this timeline for any length of time and been through this deliverance, it is coming together for you. For you. And for you to try to jump up and, and 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 receive something you don't even 
have um I heard I heard a person use this expression. Um and they were from another culture, so I didn't quite understand what they meant. But I do now. So you can be a magnet for miracles or a magnet for whatever you want to be a magnet for. And the word of God will make you a magnet for the things of God. They just clicks will be drawn to you. So I'm going to open up this blog talk. Um, I see this. I don't know if this is the right person here. But I do see it. I do see one. And then who is this, please? Oh, this is Greg. Oh. In California? Yeah, good morning, Greg. Morning. I saw you. Um, I... Yes. Go ahead. Um. Okay. I just want to say that this has been going three mm-hmm. years now. I have mm-hmm. a friend of mine saying, told another friend of mine, Greg don't have to go down to Georgia. He don't have to go through all that. I'm thinking, what to myself? See, the devil will be using your friends against you, anyone, especially if he knows you're waiting on something. He doesn't realize. I thought I told him. I asked God. God answered by you telling me. And we came in agreement, and it was something we both got talked to by God. I didn't tell you. You wanted to help? I wanted to help. Plus, I want to do what my God wants me to do for my people. He had it all set up in arrangement. It was all beforehand. You sit when I'm ready. I got a bill that I got to take care of because I want to be able to move and not be restricted in any way. If I get a job here, okay. If I sleep in my truck, okay. I want to learn. I want to help. Do whatever I got to do. Now, I took a part in a, in a class for real estate. My parents are selling their home. Just that little piece of 1.5% can pay off my bill. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be freed up. Hey, Greg. So however guy says goes. Yes, ma'am. Greg, they don't know who you are, and they don't know what nation you represent. So these are oh. a lot of different these people on this headline than when you came to South Carolina. It's a whole. Oh, okay. Whole, so you, you might want to tell them who you are and what nation you represent. All right. Um, I'm a Diné, a Navajo from, my parents come from New Mexico, my father's side, and Arizona from my mom's side. And my grandfather named me his Key California, which means California boy. Because that's what I am, a California boy. But <laughs> my grand, I, and my lineage, if anyone knows anything about us natives, we have a deep love for God, and it's also very, very entrenched and entangled with witchcraft. They say that once upon a time, the prayers and the medicine we used was holy. It ain't like that no more, as far as I know. There might be some still out there, but all I see is witchcraft. The jealousy, the money, the envy, all all entrenched. My, my great-great-grandfather, I believe it was, is half, is a half. half when the war happened... When, when the Raiders came up to Mexico, they, they took my great-grandmother. Great-great-grandmother took her, and they raised her, 
and one of the ladies in the raiding party felt sorry for her, so let her go. So she had she was wounded. The blood came out of her moccasin, and she had to climb up a cliff to get away from the wolves, but she made it home. So she had my great-great-grandfather, was or great-grandfather, went down the line. They called him Little Mexican because he's a half-breed. Now, he had two wives. They were twins. One side is witchcraft. The other side is God. And I happen to be on the God side. So everyone has some type of prophetic calling or a calling, some type of calling in their life on my mom's side, which is the, the one sister that goes the other side, the other sister. They all into either a medicine man or witchcraft. And like I said, it's not holy like it used to be. They talked about how, how the medicine used to be strong, about how the prayers were strong. They still work, but it's witchcraft. It's hard to tell how one starts and how the other ends. So when my grandfather got out of the dancing and out of the singing, mm-hmm. he gave the shade and stuff, he, uh, he loved the revival. My, my auntie brought Christianity, brought, mm-hmm. brought the faith to our side of the family. So everyone believed, a lot of them believed. So then my auntie is the one that pushed me forward because at a revival, they all prayed because I was just speaking what I learned off the radio, off the church, teaching about love, about how Jesus said, Adopting it, and Peter said, Phileo, adopting Phileo, and he's going back to Phileo. And I was just doing that, and then the preacher, he passed on now. And some say that he, he, God took him home, but they start looking at him like God. So he's the one that laid hands on me. Everyone laid hands, and they prayed. So I guess somewhere in that time, he called me a little preacher, and a lady prayed for somebody. And that's where my calling came from. That's where God said, okay, the lady prayed. I give costly towards there. And God always uses the strange ones, the, the ones that people don't quite get. We're the ones that say, say what we hear, but we have a different way of saying it. It sounds uh-huh. strange and spacey, but it makes sense. You know, like if I tell my people, I go, spoke out of his mouth the words, sod. He brings it out of the heart of a man, comes his words. Well, God spoke out of his heart, out came the word. The word became flesh. So, as I explained, and so, it's what I wanted to do, but I didn't understand it when my auntie kept on tossing me in front of church and had me speak, but my first sermon was on Revelation, but I held back some of that. You just want to say the good parts, not the bad parts, but all the churches that, that appear and how the, some have failed. That was my wrongdoing, and so I rebelled. And I come across a whole lot of stuff. And I've always had problems, things with spirit, all kinds of stuff, ghost sickness, all kinds of things going on. And I go to church, I learn, I love, I even evangelize to my friends. We help Bible studies when I was a kid. And and when all the hardships go on and you try to self-medicate, I go up to the pastor, I go up to people, I go up to churches, and I say, I need help. I need help. I got real big problems. And they're sweet. They really mean it in their heart. They hold your hand. They smile. And they pray for you. But it's like, I, I got problems. You don't understand. I go to sleep. And I wake up in my sleep. I'm in a coffin. Or I'm buried underground, breathing a hose. Or I can feel a presence waiting for me to go to sleep. You know, I can tell it's around. They, they just look at you like you're a little off. Come to the headline, and it's like she understands. She more than understands. And I tell them I see things. 
Yeah, some of it might be part of schizophrenia, but not all of it. When I was at the when I was at the healing home, I love it. I love singing. We're singing all those missionary songs. I was loving it. I had a great time, and I noticed the smoke filling the room. I see all this smoke. And and speaking about Sister Erica, oh, well, my friends are he don't like to go down there. Why does he go there? And of course, she's used to someone say, oh, she looks like a witch. Why is she talking about witchcraft? Why demons and everything? Greg, why don't you stop talking about it? They're bothering you. I tell them, you know what? Boys don't stop. If you shut up, they don't stop. Maybe if you eat dirt, they'll steal your lunch money. They won't stop until you fight back. I say, hey, don't work that way. You being scared? Just because I feel terror, I know it's a spirit. I didn't feel it before. No, I ain't going to shut up. Forget that. And Sister Erica, she's a toughie, and she's also sweet. See her smiling face across that smoky room. I could barely see her. And I go, next day, I go, did you see that? That smoke? And she said, yeah. Well, she saw what I saw. I don't understand it all. Then when she comes in the next day, I go, did you guys see a spirit? I think a spirit. I kept my mouth shut. Then she mentioned what it looked like. I go, yeah, I saw that thing. <laughs> but she said, you see a sliver or something? I go, yeah. I think to myself, yeah, I saw it. But I just kept my mouth shut. But after a while, you learn to keep your mouth shut. When I feel things in my hair, I don't think anything of it. I know something's going on. And I see, a, I see like a vision of a man placing spiders in my hair. And so as I'm at the computer, I can feel it. I go, it's that man placing spiders in my hair. But I just ignore it because I'm not in the mood. And I'm not always so sad. Especially this last couple of years going through things. I have to go through my desert. To find out that what you what you mean is what you mean. Are you true? You can't, not just being cost to cost, but what you say, what's in your heart. Are you going to follow through? So you, uh-huh. And I, yeah, and I saw that spider. Walk, I could see it looking over the edge of my head, looking at me, trying to see what I'm doing. Because <laughs> I wasn't paying no attention to it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And these Greg, Greg, tell yeah. them again. Tell them again. The nation you represent, if, if for whatever reason, the God, nation. say it again, please. Okay, the Navajo Nation. There, there's um, there's a reason, but I I had a friend of mine took me to a to a church service, and I went, and they were gonna walk out, but because he said God wants me, to, I feel that God wants to take me here. So okay, Miss God, I'll go. So God say go, I'll go. Let's go check it out. So I went down there. I met I met these people. One I thought about I, I, where I come from is Baptist, you know, really formal and kind of strict like. Well, uh, no, it's more like you don't have a lot of raising of hands. You know, you don't have no outburst of tongues. So I started hearing these uh, prayer languages. It's like that's kind of strange, but okay, I can see God's here because I can see I can see His presence. Uh, some of you might not understand what I'm saying. You can see something in His atmosphere. Like okay, God's here. I don't know what's up. Things are crazy. But all right, God's here. The first person that prayed, I saw someone manifesting demonically at the back of the room where we were staying. I go, okay, this person's like, you know, flipping out. Another person, and we had prayed, they prayed a nice prayer. But the second guy that went up there, when he prayed, it was from his heart. It was from his inside. I go, maybe that's why I'm here. But I didn't know there was a Native American singer up there. There's a drum uh-huh. and sings in the language. And when he was doing that, hitting the drum and started singing, I started talking to God. I just, you know, confessing and 
and talking to him deeply. And I, I saw a man on the stage, a small little man, but he was on his knees crying before God. And he was doing that. The singer on the top stopped like he was listening. He stopped his drumming real slow like he was listening. Then he started up again. I could see rain coming down the man who was crying out. Yeah, I saw him preaching. I saw a man start preaching on the stage. And it looked like he was standing right next to the guy singing. And the guy that's singing, beating the drum. So he holds out his um, the drumstick type thing. It looked like a microphone. It looked like a man was talking and preaching out to the people. It looked like they were doing the same thing. And so he was singing out to the people. The people and he was singing to the people. I could see people in the audience being healed coming to belief. They started believing. And I knew they were natives because I could tell the, the traditional native dress of the 60s and 70s and 80s, 60s and 70s, old school. You know, I could uh-huh. see them. I could see grandmas. So I saw that in the audience. And I saw uh-huh. them they were listening. It reminded me of the Valley of Dry Bones. And they started believing. As they did believe, they started more and more. And when that man put his arm out for the, the, for the people to sing along with him, the whole place erupted. People believed, and then not only natives, but but Caucasian, other people started believing, along with the mm-hmm. nation. Uh-huh. That's what I saw. Praise God. And I wondered to myself, is that me? Am I the one calling out to God? Am I the one that's going to walk out there? So, and then we talked, and you said that God wants me to do a healing out there in New Mexico. And I have a brother-in-law who should have died. They don't know why he's alive. They said, Something about an injury to his heart, but he was still alive. God told him, when you retire, I want you to preach. So he got the tent, and I know you don't like tents, but he got the tent, and he got scared. <clears throat> there's, there's things happening, going on. So, hey, hey Greg, I, 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 yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay with tents now, okay? Uh, okay. I, 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 <laughs> I got over it. I, I got over it. See? The longer we live, the longer we live, we get over things. Okay, so that's true. Uh, okay, now at one time I, I I just had my I just didn't like them because I didn't like flies flying in your mouth and bugs and all that. But it was only because I think I was just tired of it. Okay, but I'm all okay. right now. And headline that. A lot of the new people and the, that are on here don't know how far the deadline reaches and, and how deep the deadline is. The smoke Greg is talking about is we were praying in South Carolina and the glory cloud rolled in. The glory cloud, when it rolls in, it can be physically, it can be felt. Sometimes it feels like rain. feels like you're standing in a wet room and the rain is coming down and you, you can feel the weight of the rain, but you know it's not rain, but it's, it's, it's actually raining in the spirit. So, Greg, I know I'm going to see you soon and we'll be here waiting for you, okay? No matter what, okay. how long, no matter how long it takes. So I'm going to open up this other line now. Nine nine five four. I'm trying to open you up. Are you here? Nine nine five four. Good Your morning, Doctor Eric. Good morning. Your line is open, as we can hear. Um, Say good morning to Greg. Say good morning to Greg. Morning. 
Good morning, Greg. Morning. <laughs> this is um, Minister Hattie Hood. Um, when you spoke about how God has um, performed a miracle in your life and saved your life, and I am a living, walking, breathing testimony. And I say that for not only me, but for my daughter as well. Um, My daughter is now 13, and you've met her, Dr. Erica. You've ministered to her as well. But um, when I was pregnant with my daughter, um, she was born at 30 weeks. And my heart was, my left ventricle in my heart was failing. And my blood pressure was like sky high. I was on blood pressure medicine around the clock when I was pregnant with her and nothing was working. Um, And I knew, and the doctors knew that she was going to be born early, but we didn't think it was going to be that early. Um, And I was rushed um, to the ER for an immediate um, C-section. I could not breathe. I was going into heart failure, um, and it was a life or death situation, not only for me, but for her as well, and I remember this so vague. Being a nurse, you know what's going on, and it's kind of hard when you're on the receiving end, and the anesthesiologist, which is the person that normally puts you to sleep, when he looked at me, he said, I don't know if I can intubate you um, because of how much fluid you have. You were so swollen and everything, so hearing that, as the last thing and being, you know, taken under, it's like you don't know if you're going to make it. And they're telling you things like that. And I know during this whole pregnancy, my walk with God was closer. Um, Because I said, you know, if you can't save me, at least save my daughter. You know, because I've seen things, I've done things. Um, do You know, this is my one prayer. If you cannot save me, save her. Um and they were telling me that it was a strong possibility, like it was like a 99.9% that I would not make it. Um, but as you can see, they were lying. Only God has the final say. And I was a ventilator um, for for a while. And when I came back, um, you know, the, the 30, they removed 30 pounds of fluid off of my heart. And they told me, like I said, when I walked in to do my follow-up doctor's visit from being released from the hospital, they were like in amazement saying, I don't know how you made it. And I said, I do, God. God did this. wasn't me. wasn't you. wasn't man. It was God um, to be a, a living, walking testimony. And for my daughter, she was in the um, ICU. She weighed uh, two pounds and ten ounces when she was born. Hmm. Um, she, she didn't have any issues. They were always telling me that she was going to have these these developmental delays. Um, well, she might have this issue. She might have that issue. She didn't require anything um, except for you know when she was born. They gave her a small feeding tube until her suck reflux came in. But she stayed in the hospital maybe about four weeks, and then she came home. And I've not had not one issue, not one delay, no issues with their sight, no issues with their hearing, 
as as a matter of fact, she's far more advanced than most kids her age. Mm-hmm. So I know the God that I serve, and I know how he performs those miracles, how, I mean, I can't, I mean, it's a feeling that you cannot explain when somebody tells you you're not supposed to be here. Yes, you are, because God knows. God knows you because he formed you. Even before you were placed in your mother's womb, he already knew what your purpose were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so I just to, to share that 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 life death experience and know mm-hmm. that I am a, a testimony. Mm-hmm. That your life is a testimony and has to keep on being read. I wonder how many of us know that we are living epistles being read every day by the angels and by God. <clears throat> I wonder how many people know that. I just wonder. I wonder how many people realize that the angels are watching us and observing our actions. Because the book of Acts is still being written every day by us our activity on this earth realm. The book of Acts, Acts of the Apostles, still being written every day. Mm-hmm. And you know what, brothers? Every day we live, you should be falling deeper and deeper in love with Jesus. That's your purpose. That's our purpose. That, that, that is the true witness of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Every day, brothers and sisters, you should wake up in anticipation. Well, God, what's it going to be today? <laughs> no matter which mm-hmm. way it goes, God, we know you got it. We know you got it. Every day. But, you know, okay. every day is going to be different. But if you know, it ought to give you that extra little impetus. If you know you are walking, talking, living, breathing, moving, miracle, you know that. If you know you have a divine purpose, Patty, you know that. Greg, you know that. And brothers and sisters, one other person knows it among others, and that is the devil knows it. He knows it. And his objective is for it not to be fulfilled. But sometimes all you got to do is remember your love walk with Jesus. I'm going to put this song on. I'll be right back. Yes, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah, you're falling in love, fall in love with the right person, the right someone, hallelujah, falling, falling in love with Jesus, it's the best thing I've ever done, falling in love with Jesus, it's the best thing I've ever done. 
and turn to your neighbor and let your neighbor know that fall in love with Jesus. It's the best thing you have ever done. In his arms I feel protected. In his arms never disconnected. There's no place I rather be. Falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I ever done. Falling, falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I ever done. It's 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 the best. It's the best thing I ever done. You know the best thing I ever done. I know the best thing I ever done. I Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. 
old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. This is talking about your spirit, brothers and sisters. When you put your faith in Jesus, you became a new creation. Old things passed away. All things became new. God's work of grace, hallelujah, is in your spirit. The new birth, the washing, the regeneration, cause you to become the new man or the new woman. That's found in John 3 and 3. And there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, Romans 8 and 1. We are created in true righteousness and holiness, Ephesians 4.24. Jesus became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him, 2 Corinthians 5.21. We are now partakers of the divine nature of God, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. 2 Peter 1 and 4. Because Jesus loves us. He loved us then. He loves us now. And he loves us eternally. And Jesus washed us from our sins in his own blood. Revelation 1 and 5. You have now become accepted in the beloved. 1 and 6. We have everlasting life and shall not perish, but have passed from death into life. John 5, 24. Our names have been written in the Lamb's book of life. We are now more than conquerors. Through Jesus who loved us, according to Romans 8, 37, and we can do all things through Christ. Who strengthens us? According to Philippians 4.13. Post this in the chat room, please. We now have Jesus' life. We have Jesus' blood. We have Jesus' nature. And we have God's promises through Jesus. We have Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And we have Jesus' power. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him, Jesus, also freely give us all things? Romans 8.32 We have become sons and daughters of God, we are children of the King. We have been cleansed from our sins and made as white as snow. What the first Adam lost, hallelujah, the second Adam, Jesus, gained back for us. We are not ashamed and we are not afraid. Hallelujah. It is God that is sending us forth into the world with a commission from our hearts. 
and greater is he who is in us than he that is in the world. We cannot fail. We cannot lose because there's no failure in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. We cannot fail. The only thing holding some of you back, and we don't deal with them tomorrow, are some bad memories. Tomorrow, the Lord is going to heal your memory. Praise God, he's going to heal your memory. I'm doing so much, I, I, I just love them. But I just couldn't get it all done. But brothers and sisters, I want you to ask God to fill you with the power of his Holy Ghost. And you cast down those bad memories. You cast down every defiling thought, every defiling thing that tells you you can't. And you tell that devil, I can, brothers and sisters, I can. Because the word of God says, God says, Jesus says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Glory be to God. I can because I'm filled with God's own Holy Spirit. I'm filled with God's own Holy Spirit. I'm filled with God's own Holy Spirit. I can. The Holy Ghost is here, ready to fill our souls. Are you ready for the feeling? Are you ready for the anointing? Are you ready for the healing? Ay, my God, my God, my God. Fill me, Jesus, fill me now. Fill me with your Holy Ghost. Fill me, Jesus, fill me now. Fill me with your Holy Ghost. They that want to conquer me, fill me with your Holy Ghost. They that want to conquer me, Lord, fill me with your Holy Ghost. And me say, heal me, Jesus, heal me now. Heal me with your Holy Ghost. Heal me, Jesus, heal my soul. Fill me 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.